Once upon a time there was an arrogant girl called Maud Rabbit. She was on the way to see her Molly Parks, when she decided to take a shortcut through Greenwood Forest. It wasn't long before Maud got lost. She looked around, but all she could see were trees. Nervously, she felt into her bag for her favorite toy, Blanky, but Blanky was nowhere to be found. Maud began to panic. She felt sure she had packed Blanky. To make matters worse, she was starting to feel hungry. Unexpectedly, she saw a kind toad dressed in a blue dungarees disappearing into the trees. How odd! thought Maud. For the want of anything better to do, she decided to follow the peculiarly dressed toad. Perhaps it could tell him the way out of the forest. Eventually, Maud reached a clearing. In the clearing were two houses, one made from pumpkins and one made from macaron. Maud could feel her tummy rumbling. Looking at the houses did nothing to ease her hunger. Hello? She called. Is anybody there? Nobody replied. Maud looked at the roof on the closest house and wondered if it would be rude to eat somebody else's chimney. Obviously it would be impolite to eat a whole house, but perhaps it would be considered acceptable to nibble the odd fixture or lick the odd fitting, in a time of need. A cackle broke through the air, giving Maud a fright. A witch jumped into the space in front of the houses. She was carrying a cage. In that cage was Blanky. Blanky! shouted Maud. She turned to the witch. That's my toy. The witch just shrugged. Give Blanky back! cried Maud. Not on your Nelly! said the witch. At least let Blanky out of that cage. Before she could reply, the kind toad in the blue dungarees rushed in from a footpath on the other side of the cleaning. Hello big toad, said the witch. Good morning. The toad noticed Blanky. Who is this? That's Blanky, explained the witch. Ooh. Blanky would look lovely in my house. Give it to me. Demanded the toad. The witch shook her head. Blanky is staying with me. Um. Excuse me. Maud interrupted. Blanky lives with me. And not in a cage. Big Toad ignored her. Is there nothing you'll trade? He asked the witch. The witch thought for a moment, then said, I do like to be entertained. I'll release him to anybody who can eat a whole front door. Big Toad looked at the house made from macaron and said, No problem, I could eat an entire house made from macaron if I wanted to. There's no need to show off, said the witch. Just eat one front door and I'll let you have Blanky. Maud watched, feeling very worried. She didn't want the witch to give Blanky to Big Toad. She didn't think Blanky would like living with a kind toad, away from her house and all her other toys. Big Toad put on his bib and withdraw a knife and fork from his pocket. I'll eat this whole house, said Big Toad. Just you watch. Big Toad pulled off a corner of the front door of the house made from macaron. He gulped it down smiling, and went back for more. And more. And more. Eventually, Big Toad started to get bigger, just a little bit bigger at first. But after a few more forkfuls of macaron, he grew to the size of a large snowball, and he was every bit as round. Erm. I don't feel too good, said Big Toad. Suddenly, he started to roll. He'd grown so round that he could no longer balance. Help! He cried as he rolled off down a slope into the forest. Big Toad never finished eating the front door made from macaron and Blanky remained trapped in the witch's cage. That's it, said the witch. I win. I get to keep Blanky. Not so fast, said Maud.
There is still one front door to go. The front door of the house made from pumpkins. And I haven't had a turn yet. I don't have to give you a turn. Laughed the witch. My game. My rules. The woodcutter's voice carried through the forest. I think you should give her a chance. It's only fair. Fine, said the witch. But you saw what happened to the toad. She won't last long. I'll be right back, said Maud. What? said the witch. Where's your sense of impatience? I thought you wanted Blanky back. Maud ignored the witch and gathered a hefty pile of sticks. She came back to the clearing and started a small campfire. Carefully, she broke off a piece of the door of the house made from pumpkins and toasted it over the fire. Once it had cooked and cooled just a little, she took a bite. She quickly devoured the whole piece. Maud sat down on a nearby log. You fail. Cackled the witch. You were supposed to eat the whole door. I haven't finished, explained Maud. I am just waiting for my food to go down. When Maud's food had digested, she broke off another piece of the door made from pumpkins. Once more, she toasted her food over the fire and waited for it to cool just a little. She ate it at a leisurely pace then waited for it to digest. Eventually, after several sittings, Maud was down to the final piece of the door made from pumpkins. Carefully, she toasted it and allowed it to cool just a little. She finished her final course. Maud had eaten the entire front door of the house made from pumpkins. The witch stamped her foot angrily. You must have tricked me. She said. I don't reward cheating. I don't think so. Said a voice. It was the woodcutter. He walked back into the clearing, carrying his axe. This little girl won fair and square. Now hand over Blanky or I will chop your broomstick in half. The witch looked horrified. She grabbed her broomstick and placed it behind her. Then, huffing, she opened the door of the cage. Maud hurried over and grabbed Blanky, checking that her favorite toy was all right. Fortunately, Blanky was unharmed. Maud thanked the woodcutter, grabbed a quick souvenir, and hurried on to meet Molly. It was starting to get dark. When Maud got to Molly's house, her threw her arms around her. I was so worried. Cried Molly. You are very late. As Maud described her day, she could tell that Molly didn't believe her. So she grabbed a napkin from her pocket. What's that? Asked Molly. Maud unwrapped a doorknob made from macaron. Pudding. She said. Molly almost fell off her chair. The End